You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Okay, guys, so this is just going to be a special bonus episode, basically, because I have my amazing friend and client, Christina, here. And basically, I had suggested to her that I interview her for her podcast, Decide It's Your Turn, which is amazing. You need to listen to it if you hadn't yet. And she's always down to say yes to anything. So, of course, she said yes. But she also likes to give me a really hard time. So she said, yes, but... I think that I should be able to interview you too, because she's always giving me a hard time for not sharing more of like my personal life on social. And so she basically just used this opportunity to get me to share more of it, which I fucking love. So here we are. So Christina is going to interview me. We're going to share it with y'all. And I think it's going to be really fun. So so welcome. Hi, I'm so excited. This makes me so happy because so here's the thing. Obviously I've been one of your clients for over a year, but the thing is, is like, I actually don't really know that much about you. <laughs> I literally don't. And so this is a completely selfish podcast. <laughs> I just want to know things. Like, imagine this was like, you know, a Friday in person having a glass of wine. This is yes. kind of the questions. They really probably have nothing to do with business. So I hope your audience. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So two things. One is get yourself a client that will tell you shit like that. Like, I love that you'll be like, you need to share more of this and I'm coming on your podcast to interview you. Like that's the best. So that's advice. Number one, number two, tell everyone about you a little bit, just really quickly. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, like I said, I've been with Lacey for a little over a year now. I'm a confidence and success coach. I actually played golf professionally before that. And I just help people live in their purpose more confidently and, you know, make a profit doing it. And, uh, yeah, I live in Arkansas. I'm originally from Canada. I cuss like a sailor like yeah. Lacey. I hired her basically in 48 hours, not having any idea who she is. And so maybe yes. that's one of the reasons why I don't know as much about her. I love your meetups that you do with a couple of your clients now yeah. um, because I feel like everyone in that group, there's not maybe not everyone, but there's definitely a lot of people in that group who know you extremely well. And maybe I just felt like, oh, fuck, maybe I need to know this woman a little bit more. <laughs> so um, I, I'm I'm so thankful that you suggested that for my podcast, which I think is a really good idea because you asked some really great questions on um, my podcast this morning where you basically asked the questions of like, you know, more business and getting people to know a little bit more deeper about me, like what I do, and why I care so much about what I do. So um, this morning, I'm just going to be asking you a shit ton of surface questions. <laughs> I like that. I'm excited, actually. Also, listen to Christina's podcast, Decide It's Your Turn. It's amazing. Oh, well. I have, like, been begging her to start a podcast, like, since I've known her because she is so epic at, like, speaking and inspiring. And so I feel like uh, it was, like, such a full circle moment to be able to be on it because, you know, that I have been, like, the podcast cheerleader. <laughs> you have been, absolutely. <laughs> I'm super grateful because I – 
obviously the podcast is called Decide It's Your Turn and everything I, for me and my business and my life is about deciding. And I think the minute I decided, I was like, okay, fine, yeah. full, full blast, let's do this. But for me, I had to like, and I think I even told you that I was like, no, I'm not fully decided yet. No, yep. I'm not fully decided yet. I just totally to, to a place that I was like totally 100% decided. And then the minute I decide I'm all in, but for me, it, it really needs to be like, I just need to decide that it's the best time and the best and and not and yep. definitely you understand this. Everyone's listening to this podcast understands it's never going to be a perfect time or anything. Yeah. To be fully committed. hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. So good. Okay. Hit me. I'm excited. What you got? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll start with like one is just like, I just truly want to know, like, what do you do on your free time? Oh, what do I do on my free time? I am really, um, a naturally a little bit of a lazy person to be honest. <laughs> Um, I like love to like relax and like read a book on the couch or like watch a movie or, um, you know, just like have downtime like that. Like I'm like, I feel like, especially since I've been with Kenny because he like works super hard, but he rests super hard. And I feel like he has like (laughs) taught me the art of that. Um, so I totally am down with that. I love to spend time with my parents. I'm super close to my parents. So I see them a lot. Um, I, really like to go on walks and do workouts. Kenny and I really like like pre-pandemic, I guess is a different answer. We like love trying new restaurants and traveling and stuff like that. But like, if I'm home, like I like to chill. I love it. I love it so much. You know what? I'm going to, this is making me wanted to dive into like this really like almost like one or the other type of thing because Ooh. a couple of things that you said. So let's just go right into this. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to okay. ask you two things and you can answer one or the other, right? Okay. Oh no. You know, this is, I like both always. This is going to be so hard this for me. So okay. Hard. Okay. Are you an early person or a late person? Early. Mm -hmm. Are you a sweet or salty person? Sweet. Mm -hmm. Are you lazy or nonstop? Lazy. I love that. (laughs) And this is the one thing I've learned about you is you fucking love television. I so do. Fucking do. I literally don't know anything, but mind you, I've got to bring something else up with you. But are you a TV show or a movie person? Oh, this is a hard one. Okay, I think TV show. Mm. Are you snow or sun? Snow, but I think it's just because I don't have it that much. Do you know? Like totally. Yeah, that's the reason why you and I. I'm like we are the exact fucking opposite in that because yeah. I grew up in Canada, so I'm like, bitch, if I never see a snowflake again, it'll be <laughs> like it'll be a good day. I have not lived in Canada for like 18 years, and I don't have plans to ski ever again. And I yeah. Used to at it. I think um, it feels magical if you don't live in it, right? Yeah, like yeah, if you're, totally. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like for one day and then going back to totally is amazing. <laughs> um, are you booze or dessert? Booze. Mm. Are you girls trip or trip with the husband? Ooh, that one's tough. Mm. I probably would say trips with the husband. Um, Although both. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And you're newlywed. So exactly. I know. Um, Shopping or outside in nature? Outside. Mm. Pizza or Asian? Mm. Or different? Pizza. Mm. Europe or South America? Europe. Mm. Okay. And this is the most important one. So if one day. You had to choose between not doing your hair and makeup or 
wearing like ugly sweats, mm-hmm. which one would you have to do? I would for sure wear ugly sweats. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Have you ever left the house without your hair and makeup done? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not my fave. I actually, this is super funny. So I've been coaching for a long ass time now. The fur, I did my first client call without my hair and makeup done the other day. No I way. mean, like five years deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you just like, like nervous? Yeah. Really? So this client, she like doesn't give a fuck and she'll like show up in her pajamas and stuff all the time. And we had a super early call and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like I'm just doing the same. So free. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would do it all the time. Cause I just like, even like on a weekend, like if we're hanging out at home, I'll still put on makeup and stuff. Like it's just a thing I like. Um, I wouldn't do it all the time, but it was kind of nice not to feel like there was like this whole thing that had to happen before <laughs> the call. How long does a <laughs> routine in the morning take? I'm just super. Curious. Oh, like 10 minutes. Mm. Shut the fuck up. You can yeah. get dressed and do your hair and makeup in 10 minutes. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, it's like a, a down to a science. I also, <laughs> I think I do talk about this quite a bit, or at least on happy thoughts. Like I don't shower very much at all. I wash my hair maybe like once a week. So it just stays kind of like, do you know what I mean? It has so much like dry shampoo and hairspray at a certain point in the week that it doesn't take that much to do. (laughs) It just is like stuck there kind of. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Hair washing days are like absolutely fucking miserable. I do shower every day, but I definitely don't wash my hair every day, which is so interesting because I look like I don't shower. As opposed to you, which is super, super interesting. So that's, that's good. So you do actually own a, a pair of ugly sweatpants. Yes, totally. Oh, wow. So interesting. Um, how long was it when, before you met Kenny that you actually allowed him to see you in ugly sweatpants or like hair, no hair and no makeup? Or has this yet to happen? Mm. Probably not until we moved in together. Really? Yeah. Mm. How was the first time? Like, I think when saw you without the makeup. <laughs> I think when he and I would like just like spend the night together or whatever before we moved in together, like I remember like the first time, like I think I like literally got up and put on mascara. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I mean he could care less. Like he doesn't even notice, which is like what I love about him and also what annoys me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh one hundred million percent. I love it so much. But yeah, I feel like in the beginning of every relationship, I remember that movie, um, The Proposal, and I'm not a big TV or or movie person, but the proposal was about That's such a cute a, movie. It was, but everyone told me I needed to watch it because I'm originally from Canada and like the whole immigration thing. But so, but I remember when she got up the first night that she like remembered that he was like, that she was kind of into him and she like pinched her cheek. Yes. Lip balm. I feel like we've all kind of done that with like totally. in the bathroom and be like, Oh my God, do I look like a hot mess? And now it's just like, I literally look like a homeless person every morning and my husband apparently still loves me. So yeah, I'm, I'm work. It's working. So it's, it's, it's doing its thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So I'm, I like that we did that like one or the other type of thing. That was um, I know, so obviously we know that you're totally into television Yes. and, um, what celebrities or what television shows are mm-hmm. you absolutely most obsessed with and like why? Okay. So this is like my not so secret shame. I love reality TV, like obsessed, love it. 
Um, and it's so funny because it's like, in so many ways, I feel like it's so opposite my values and stuff. Right. But the reason I love it is because like the reason I love this business, I'm so interested in people and their behavior and how they think about things. And so like, I, I know, like I try to pretend I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure I know that reality TV is mostly fake anyway, but like we'll pretend that that's not true. And I just like love watching like dynamics. Like I love real housewives because I'm like, that's so interesting. Like I, they're both in the same circumstance and they're both seeing it totally different. And it's so funny how people react to things. And like, I just love like watching people. And so I just can't get enough. That's so interesting. Yeah. Do you, do you like have like certain celebrities? Like you asked me this question on my yeah. podcast, like what is your celebrity kind of crush or someone that you'd want to be like for a day? What would be your, like, would you want to be on housewives? No. Oh my God. Never. I, my answer is like the same as yours. Like I have zero interest in being famous or being like, like on any of that, like hell fucking no. Um, I just love watching it. So interesting. Yeah. My husband calls it complete trash. And it's so interesting because I figured that, you know, it's kind of like a way to kind of decompress and like take yeah. yourself out of your life and just kind of like watch someone else's stuff. But my husband, the way he looks at it is he has so much reality of his own. <laughs> the last thing that he wants to do is watch someone else's reality. That's actually a really good point. I think that's fair. That's very that's, fair. Yeah. Like totally. That's the reason why. Um, I, I love this so much. This makes me so happy getting to know this stuff about you. Um, what is your most important character trait in a person that you coach mm. or is there one? I think personal responsibility. Mm. Um, I think like in many ways, that's what makes us coachable. And I also think that um, that's what creates fast transformation. Like when you take full personal responsibility for what's happening to you, what you're creating what you're experiencing. Like, it's just like, it, it, I feel like we just move so fast. Like you're such a good example of that. Like I can't even like fathom a world in which like something happened and you were like, that had nothing to do with me. And like, I <laughs> can't, you know, I can't fix it or whatever. Right. And so I think that, um, I, that trait, I just value so much, like pretty much above everything, because I really think it's almost like the foundation for like how we grow from there. Do you feel like that's why one of the things that I've said to you over the last month or so is your, your, um, the people that you coach are so diverse. Do you yeah. believe that that is one of the reasons why you can coach such diverse people is because everyone has that underlying characteristic? Yeah. I think I really find that like most of my clients are, they're like really different, but they have similar value sets. Like they value things like, personal responsibility or like something that's really important to me is that they value, um, having a business to like make an impact or do more than make money. Like if someone just came to me and was like, I want to have a business where I make, you know, a hundred K a year. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, who do you want to help? Like, what's the driving factor? And they were like, it, like literally I just want to make a hundred K. I would be like, we're like, we're just not a good fit. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just like, I know how I coach best. And so it is some of those like set values that I think are the thread that weaves people together. And that's what makes it easy to like, you know, span different types of people or industries or whatever. I love that. Um, have you ever had a client or perhaps multiple clients that have really changed your perspective on things? Oh my God, for sure. Yeah. 
Can you give us an example? I really feel like that's almost part of my job, if that makes sense. Like, so I feel like the, the, like if I want to, um, impact people, I have to be willing to be impacted. Do you know what I mean? Or if I want to like influence or create change in people, I have to be willing to like be influenced or create change. Like something I talk about in business a lot is that idea of even exchange, right. And even energy. And so I feel like it goes both ways. Like if you're coming to a client call thinking like, you know, it all, and you're not willing to be changed by that, like what, like, what is the point? Um, gosh, like I feel like every day almost I'm like impacted by my clients or like, you know, I so often have that experience. I'm sure all of us do, um, where you're coaching someone and you're like, mother fucker, this is exactly what I need to be saying to myself right now too. Like I have that experience all the time. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. Um, for, so one of my good friends, I remember one time I said something to her. So she had cancer at the time and she had was always using like crystal light in her drinks. And you know, like the stereotypical is crystal light causes oh, cancer. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I said to her one day, I said, you know, Hey, I'm so surprised that you use crystal light or whatever. And she's like in the health and wellness industry. And she like flipped to me and she's like, you're judging me. You're mm-hmm. judging me based upon someone else's perspective of what you're supposed to be. And in that uh, moment, yeah. it was such a big switch for me because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, those are my pre- preconceived notions of, like, what someone should be doing in that situation. And it was like a judgment. Like, I didn't know all the, like, I, she, and when she explained it to me, it was like such a big thing. And so I love, like, for me, I'm now, like, so conscious when I am, like, quote unquote, judging people, because I think we live in such a judgmental world right now. Do you feel like you've ever had a time where you're like you like, obviously, you said that you learn from your clients every day. But is there one specific thing that you were like, oh, my God, I remember that specifically. And that changed so much for me in my either my life, my personal life, my business, whatever. Mm. Um, I think where I have really. experience. So this, this is what's coming up, but where I've really experienced changes almost like when I've had to, uh, like, so I'm someone that just like wants to, I'm so much like you, I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. And so there, I had a client one time who I just really felt like it was beyond what I could help with in coaching. Um, and I just really got to a point where I was like, I, I don't feel like I'm helping here. Like, I feel like she needs help. That's like really, you know, beyond my scope at this point. And, um, I shared that with her and it was not received (laughs) well at all. Um, and it was really, really, really hard for her. And it was one of the hardest things I've done because she really felt like I was like letting her down and disappointing her and all of this stuff. Um, and it was so tough for me at the time because I just didn't have that clicked in yet where it was like, I'm like, it's okay that I'm like really disappointing her. Like that still really fucked with me. But like a couple of years later, she came back and was like, you know, of course, like that was the best thing you could have done for me, whatever. But I think about that so much now when I have to have hard conversations with clients or push them on something hard or like when I feel like they're a little bit mad at me or uncomfortable, like that particular incidents transform that for me where I'm like, 
like that to me was integrity that I like did it anyway. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. I love that so much. That's so good. Yeah. It's so true, right? You need to sometimes push people. And like uh, the reason why we hire you is sometimes not to be your friend. It's sometimes to push you to like, it's both. Totally. There's moments where you got to put on the, hi, I'm your coach hat. And I know that I believe this is the best thing for you. So I love that so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Totally flipping the switch. Um, what would be really hard for you to give up for 30 days? Mm, coffee would be so tough for me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. <laughs> How many cups of coffee do you drink a day? Probably three, probably. And what do you put in it? Okay, so this is new. Ooh. Um, right now, it's all black, which is very new oh. for me. Like, I was such an advocate. Like, I think I've like shared this meme like a hundred times where it's like, um, I put creamer in my coffee because I love myself, like have fun with your bean water or whatever. (laughs) Um, but I, I recently started doing that because I was having, um, stomach issues. I have Crohn's and just some stuff was kind of like flaring up. And, um, Kenny really challenged me on it because he was like, well, you, you know, like you really got to stop with the creamer for a little bit and give your stomach like a break there. And I was like, I could never. And he was like, did you really just say that? Like what, you couldn't give up creamer? Like, what are you even talking about? And I was like, okay, fair. That's, that's a good challenge. So anyway, not giving up coffee yet, but I am on all black coffee right now. Mm. Wow. That is hardcore. Yeah. That is mm. like next level type of shit. I, re- yeah. I only started drinking coffee when I was out of college. So maybe I don't even know, like I was 25, 26 when I started drinking coffee, but, and like, I, I feel like I can say this to your audience. The only reason why I drink coffee is to take a shit in the morning because I have yeah. such bad stomach issues that takes like, care of that right away. Takes mm-hmm. care of that right away. And that's why I started drinking coffee. I just have like a splash of nut pods and like a stevia and like black coffee. I could do it if I had to, like if, if we were in a pickle. Yeah. Like if you needed to go and there wasn't exactly. cream available. <laughs> 100%. So speaking of shit and going into food, what would be like, I've always wondered this because you and I do some very similar things by being at your computer all day long. Yeah. And I feel like I'm the worst eater ever because I'm a constant snacker. And you're like, oh no, I've never had that issue. So give me uh, play by play of what your day looks like from morning to night of what you enjoy to eat while you're Ooh, okay. And people so, love food. So this is so funny. People fucking love watching food videos and asking oh, food yeah. questions. So people are going to really like this, even though it's a weird question. Okay. So recently I, because I was having stomach issues, I did a food allergy test and I love eggs, like love, love, love eggs. And apparently it is the food I am most reactive and allergic to. So always the way it goes. What would have been true before is I would have been like, well, I have like an egg sandwich for breakfast and then I have hard boiled eggs. And so anyway, this looks very different now, but, um, I almost have to like out myself here because I am like the luckiest little human in the world right now because I was having all those issues and I got food testing, all that. My amazing husband has been making me like breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for like a little while now so that I will like stick within my, uh, you know, like box and not just like eat the egg. Um, cause I am terrible. Like I hate cooking. I hate preparing stuff. Like I'll just eat whatever is there. Um, so that's sort of like how it would be before he's been doing that. Like I would basically like wake up and I would like eat a frozen sa- breakfast sandwich and then I would like, 
eat what, like if whatever was in the fridge, like if we had like lunch meat and crackers and cheese, like I hate preparing food. I don't know why. And what do you have for dinner? Um, so like if I had to make it, I would just order <laughs> Uber Eats. But if Teddy makes it, he try like he tries so hard. He tries to have like a protein and a carb and a veggie. So that's such a boy. That's what we're doing now. We're on that train where he's like, he makes me like a tofu wrap in the morning. I can't have an egg wrap. Um, I'll usually have like, yeah, like chicken and salad and stuff like that for lunch. And then he'll make like a, you know, protein, veggie, carb kind of dinner. Like literally thank God for him though. Cause that is like the one thing, even when I lived by myself, my dad would make food and bring it over for me all the time. Like, I just feel like that is not a skill set I possess. I love it so much. That makes me, that makes me laugh so hard. So uh, I knew you and I, it's so interesting. Cause like, I know you're probably like BFFs and like feel exactly the same as a lot of your clients, but I feel like you and I are very opposite in a lot of things. I think the worst food on the planet is a fucking egg. Eggs and olives are the two items that I will never fucking eat ever. Oh my God. Which are like two of my faves. <laughs> eggs and olives. Yes. Eggs and olives, man. Yuck. I think they're so gross. And I don't like shrimp. <gasps> I know. I know. Oh. Crazy, right? I know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, if Nathan's not home, like I am a very much a traditional wife in the fact that like I cook and I hire a cleaning lady. I used to say, I, <laughs> I mean, same, I take care same. of all, yeah. exactly. I take care of the cleaning. I take care of all of the logistics, but I do cook every day. I make him a breakfast and then I make him dinner every night. And I, and like, I, it's just part of it or, you know, a couple times a week we'll eat out, but yeah, it's, it's super interesting. But if it wasn't for him, I would be the exact same. Like, and I yeah. eat horrible throughout the day. Like I'll just go pick up some lunch meat or then I'll eat yep. like a macaroni for lunch and like protein bar for breakfast. It's like, I don't really cook very much either. So yeah, we're on the same page. We're on the same page there. Um, what- I, I do have to give myself credit here though. So I do cook on Saturdays and Sunday nights. Oh, very good. So that's at least something unless we're going out, but I, I, I don't want anyone to think Kenny should divorce me. I do actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is much people think you should divorce <laughs> They are fucked right up. Get the, the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Speaking of marriage, this wasn't on my list of questions yes. to ask you. So what has been the best thing so far since you are a newlywed? Um, I feel like we have always been like a really good team, but I feel like it's just like enforced that so much more. And I was telling you before we got on here that we had just bought a house and a rental property. And I just feel like, I just like love that feeling of like how much we're a team together because that was so not present in my previous marriage. And it's just like so amazing to have, like, I feel like it's been like the thing I've been like writing to and wanting for so long and to just have that is so good. Testing it. Yeah. It's true. You guys, like, I know she talks about it so often, but like literally you can create exactly what you want. And I know for you, you know, obviously I didn't even know basically until like six months into our coaching relationship that you'd even been married before. Mm -hmm. But then I felt like, then I felt like I heard you say it like a thousand times. You know what I mean? But uh, I think it's pretty, pretty amazing that you're like, that was the thing that you really had to work on and that you created it. And it's pretty cool for sure. It's so fun. I love it. Mm. So fun. Um, what is your biggest fear? Mm, Something happening to my parents. Mm. Something is going to happen to your parents. I know. (laughs) Do you know what though? I say that not like literally makes me cry to just think about. (laughs) 
I know. Yeah. It's so crazy because someone had to tell me that one time too. Yeah. Because I care about them so much and I wanted to help them for such a big period of my life. And because yeah. I was like, well, what if something happens to them? What if something happens? Yeah. To them? And I had one of my best friends say something is going to happen to them. Totally. And it's like the scariest thing ever, but it's also like a bit of a release too. in the fact that like you can't prevent that from happening. A hundred percent. And I think like, it's almost like it's why this work is so helpful too, because as much as that like makes me cry to even think about like, I know I'll be okay. Yeah. That's exactly, you know? Right. Yep. I totally get it. And like, I, cause for me, like, I, you know, I don't know all of the dynamics, but for me, yeah. it was like so important to make sure they're okay. And so important to help take care of them. And so important to do all that. And then I yeah. just need someone to say, yeah, but something will happen to them. It's totally. just like part of life. Right. And it's just this crazy thing. And I think it just brings us back to always remembering that, you know, today is really all we've got. Oh my gosh. I actually think it, it's so funny that you said that because I actually think that it helps me to think like that in some ways because I really do try to think about that sometimes or like my mom, if I'm an only child and my mom was a stay at home mom. So like just context, like I am like her <laughs> world. <laughs> Yeah. So she, like, she'll like call me all day or like text me all these random things or like, you know, if she doesn't hear from me back for me in 10 minutes, like she's ready to like drive over here and thinks the world is falling down. But it, it helps me so much to think about like, appreciate that, like enjoy that instead of like be annoyed by it or whatever. So I think like, it, it's super hard to think about, but it's also really helpful. Like I know you talk about this a lot in your content. You're like, one day you will die. Do everything in your life with that in mind. And I feel like it's the same with our people. Like one day they will die. Like, are we doing everything with that in mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so important to say that because yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I've always just known life is really short and it's yeah. like the minute you actually really think about that, like the bullshit stuff doesn't really matter. And are you really living, you know, one of the things during COVID that's kind of been a big thing for me and I've really pushed it. And I know that some people are kind of, but I'm just like, this is still life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know that we've had to put uh, on hold a lot of things, but like, I don't want everyone to put so much on hold yeah. yet to like live now. Because one thing that I so remember true. saying in the beginning of the pandemic is we're not getting this time back. Like it's not going to be tacked on to the end of our lives. Like this isn't a pause button. This we're still playing. Like the video is still on, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like just remember that. I think it's super easy to kind of just be like, okay, well this is just a pause and it'll be, you know, it's like, no, no, this isn't a pause. Yeah. It's not like then life will resume. It's like, it's right this moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's now. Uh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Hey, what makes you kind of just like the minute you th- say it, the yes. it you right up. Oh, I love it so much. What are you, I guess the biggest fear, what is your, what are you most grateful for? Mm. Yeah. I think just the, the relationships in my life. Like I just, there's like nothing that makes life more like wonderful or more life, right. Than that, like whether it's with, you know, Kenny or my parents or my clients or my friends like that to me, like if I ever think about what I'm grateful for, that's always the top of my list. Yeah. What is your love language? 
I mean, all of them just love me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I feel like mine is definitely like, so what I like to receive is, um, acts of service, but like how I like show love is definitely more like words of affirmation, which is so funny. Cause that's totally Kenny. Like he's, he's like approximately, uh, you know, uh, 0.5 on the words of affirmation scale, but he will do all the things like, right. Like as evidenced by like, he's like literally cooking all my food right now kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and I'm the opposite. Like that would be a huge fucking thing for me to like, try to do that. But like, I will like praise him all day long kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think everyone, if you are listening to this and you have never done a love languages test yeah. with your spouse, you need to do it. I think it's like, Literally one of the, you know, for context, my husband and I have been together like 17 years and I wish I would have known from day one, which is his and which is mine, because it just makes things so much easier because you can view it in that lens, right? Yep. You can see it and be like, oh, I get this. I understand why you're doing this. And like, I've told you something 16 fucking times that I don't need a gift. I just want to go for lunch. But yes, he literally still is like, no, 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 but what do you want? I was like, no, <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> Listen to me, damn it. Oh, I love it. Um, are you, I know you have so many clients over the years. Are you like, how do you, I think you're really good friends with a few of your clients, right? Mm-hmm. How do you balance being really good friends with a client, but also being their coach? How does yeah, that work? Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, I actually coach uh, my best friend, Sarah, too. Like she's one of my coaching clients. And so um, what, the way I try to do it is have like clear spaces, if that makes sense. So like, if she texts me, like I'm not her coach, <laughs> if she messages me in base camp, I'm not her best friend. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so when we're texting or whatever, like I'm really through the lens of like, I'm here to be your friend. I'm not going to be like, yeah, but have you blah, 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 done this, 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 or whatever. Like if you're messaging me in base camp, I'm going to assume you want like coaching support in that way. And so I just really try to like be clear on what the containers are. So there's never, um, sort of like a misinterpretation of like, she was texting me and wanted a best friend and I showed up as coach or whatever. So we just try to like, keep it really clear. Like here's where the, you know, containers are, or be clear if it's outside of that. Like if we're at dinner or something and she wants to be like, Hey, I actually really do want to ask you this business question. Like, are you available for that? Like, of course, but like, it's just the the clarity and over communication around it. Basically. Has it ever gotten messy? It really hasn't. I mean, I feel like that sounds like bullshit, but I honestly can't say that it ever has. Yeah. What about with any, not with that one in particular, Sarah, but, um, with everyone, all, all of your other clients, has there ever become a time where you're like, I want them more as a client or more than, or as a friend or not really? I don't think so. I mean, I like really think of most of my clients as a friend, like a good friend too. You know, I feel like you almost can't, like, I, like, I feel like, how could I not feel like that? Like, I feel like we're good friends. Like, I don't, like, I can't see a way in which I wouldn't feel like that. I've never felt like I wanted to compartmentalize it more. And actually it's like one of the things I hated about therapy is that it felt so not that in a sense. Do you know what I mean? And so I think I, I almost like one of the reasons I love coaching is because of that. Yeah, I love it. Um, what's your favorite experience ever? Ooh, shit. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, my favorite experience ever. Oh my God, that's such a hard question. I feel like my brain is being flooded. Okay, fine. Just one of them. Um, one of my favorite experiences ever. Uh, so Paris is obviously special to Kenny and I. That's where we got engaged. We had gone there multiple times together before and just like, we both like to travel in similar ways, which I feel like is really helpful because it's, yeah, I mean, have, who has not traveled with someone who you just have totally different travel styles with? And it's the no, fucking so worst. No, so your travel, ex- like okay. how you travel. This is very fucking important, you guys. Pay attention. <laughs> this is very important. This is okay. very fucking important. So I, like, I just love to kind of, like, wander and see what we find and not have, like, a ton of really set plans. And, like, I hate when you're on vacation with someone like I have a friend who's like this who I've traveled with before and I will never fucking travel with her again but it's like 9 a.m we do this 10 a.m we do that 11 I'm like oh I cannot so anyway like my favorite experience is us just like wandering around Paris together without like an agenda kind of thing oh my god I love it finally something you and I can fucking agree on (laughs) yes I was like are you oh my god you're gonna tell me you're that oh god No, Uh, fuck no. My favorite thing in life, I call it no plans, plans. Yes. No plans, plans. Like I really specifically want no plans, plans. Like, but it's a plan. (laughs) It's like, you're so fucking full of shit. You want to plan, but you just don't want to have any boundaries around the plan. I'm like, yes, a hundred percent. Like I do want to know that we're doing something. I do want to know that we're going somewhere and have something, but I don't want any fucking plans around those plans. It's so true. And like, I am a little less like that day to day, just like, you know, with business and stuff like that. Kenny rolls like that most of the time. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, like he, he's very, very, very much like believes in flow and not doing all of that. And so it, those are like those little magic times where it feels like we're just like fully on the same page in regards to that and like always find like the like best places and just so fun yeah are you guys like a chain restaurant or a hole in the wall restaurant oh my god kenny like hates a chain restaurant like he the worst will not like i love chilies (laughs) (laughs) love what do you like order at chilies oh my god so they have the best chips and salsa of all time ever just so we're clear oh my god um and to get him to go with me to Chili's is like a once a year thing. And he's like, you know, really like wanting to show up for me for that. Like he hates that. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan and I are like, are like, we're not television people. However, this past weekend we did something I've never done before, which was we watched a, a binge watch. Of- <gasps> what did you watch? Lacey, I swear to God, I have done this twice in my whole entire life. And one was before we were married. So the very first time we ever did this. And I blame 100%. I blame my parents because my parents are fucking just like you. They love fucking television. <laughs> God, like, geez, you cut off their television. They might as well be six feet under. So depressed. But um, we did it maybe 12 years ago at uh, for um, Dexter. Oh, okay. No. It was like a serial killer show, but he actually had a good heart or whatever. Anyway, we did that one like 12 years ago. Well, this weekend, it was kind of cold here and we had no plans. It's called Yellowstone. Have you seen it? No, but now I'm going to. Do I need to? Oh, my goodness. The first episode was very long and a little bit slow, but now that I'm into it, 
Lacey, I go to bed at like nine o'clock every night. Yeah. To one thirty in the morning. Stop it. I swear to God. One thirty in the morning on Saturday. And I kind of wanted to do it on Sunday a little bit and not go for my walk. I did go for my walk and I only watched one episode because it was the Super Bowl. But I am looking forward to this weekend to do it again. That's how Oh my gosh. Okay. Now I have to watch this. This is a big deal. Very good. It is about a crazy fucked up family in like Montana. Okay. In Yellowstone. It's very, very good. I'll report back. Yeah, please do. Because I know you'll actually fucking watch it. Of course. Yeah. I don't even remember what the fucking, what was the question (laughs) I asked you about you and Kenny eating? Mm. Oh, what was my favorite experience? Mm. Oh yeah. What was your favorite experience? How did you get into fucking chips and salsa? That went a long way around. Oh, that was it. You asked my chain restaurant or. Hole in the wall person. Oh yeah. I said we watch television. The one show that we actually watch is diners, drive-ins and dives. And so ah. we always try to go to a hole in the wall restaurant yes. as opposed to a chain restaurant. But yeah, yeah, no, I would never choose Chili's. I'm with you <laughs> on that. Golly. Never, never, never. Um, okay. So we'll kind of round this out here. Um, what are the top three things that you're most grateful for in your business and in your personal life? In business, definitely my clients. Like, I just feel like I have hit the client lottery. Like, I really feel like that. Like, I every day I'm like, you know, how I get to do this? Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I feel the same way. Um, I'm second would be Megan, my COO. She is like my ride or die. Like, I just can't imagine life without her. Like, you know that? Um <laughs> Uh, Dory and Finding Nemo, how she's like, I would find you. Like, you know, I, that's how I feel about Megan. Like, I'm like, she's literally never leaving. I'll find her anywhere. <laughs> um, and the third is just like, I just like marvel at the fact that like, I just get to like show up and do stuff like this. Like you and I talking right now and recording, this is part of my job. Like that blows my mind basically when I think about like, you know, just how rare and exceptional it is to be able to like do that for your job. Like it just every day, I just think about how grateful I am for that. Um, in my life, um, definitely my parents, like I'm so, so grateful for them and our relationship. My husband, obviously it's fun to say that now. (laughs) Um, so, so grateful for him. And I, I think the last part actually is like, I'm really grateful that I like made a lot of hard decisions. I feel like, you know, to leave the marriage, to start the business, to like do all of these things. Like I just feel so grateful that I was like kind of willing to do the hard thing or make the hard decisions because I feel like the things I'm most grateful for came from that. And so I always think about that too. I love that. Yeah. I always say, you know, behind every hard decision is usually the greatest thing in your life. Mm -hmm. Our society trains us to stay safe and not do hard things. And yet the biggest blessings a lot of times in life are behind the hard things. That is like 1000% been my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Yay. I'm so excited. This is so fun to get to know you more. I really do wish and hope that we do it again. Yes. In a year from now, I'm going to have like much more different questions. All new questions. This was so fun. Thank you so much. I was so glad that you asked me to do this. I loved it. Mm. Yay, me too. Okay, guys. So listen to our episode where I interviewed Christina. We didn't plan for like who's is coming out when. So ideally it's out yet. If not, 
whatever. <laughs> so her podcast is decide it's your turn. It's amazing. You should just subscribe anyway. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Bye. Thank you for listening to literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.